When you're on the go, where you stop matters. Actually, it can make all the difference. And when you stop at a Sitco station near you, you can make a difference too. Because with every tank you fill up, you help fuel your community through local initiatives like disaster relief, STEM education, the Special Olympics, and more. So the next time you're going on a gas run, go a little farther. Go fuel good at your locally owned Sitco station today. Visit fuelinggood.com to learn how Sitco benefits your community. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Terrence Talks Travel Uber Adventures. I'm your host, Terrence Zepke. As always, I'm ready to talk travel. So let's get started. So I want to open up the show by talking to um, about this season. I focused, uh, I pick a theme every year. It's always related to adventure travel. But this year I focused on destinations that appeal to most adventure travelers, such as Antarctica, Key West, London, and Reykjavik. I've also shared some special topics for um, summer and holiday travel. But this week's podcast is all about Edinburgh, which is hugely popular with backpackers and adventurers. And it's easy to see why. It has lots of cool pubs and bars and restaurants, plus lots of really neat historic sites and buildings, and there are numerous adventures to be had. So sit back and listen to my top ten travel tips for Edinburgh. Okay, number one, see history in a whole new light, or rather dark, when you step deep down into Mary King's Close. This is one of Edinburgh's secret cities that was discovered several years ago when some city workers accidentally uncovered this abandoned city underneath Edinburgh. And the underground close has been opened up to the public, so you can now go into this once inaccessible area and take a tour and learn its gruesome history. But beware, it's reportedly haunted by former residents. So that's Mary King, realmaryking'sclose.com. And that is just a really great way to learn about uh, the history of the area and see a really neat uh, place that uh, oh, it's just uh, that wasn't available to people until recently. So it's just a really neat thing to do. Um, and a really good way to experience Edinburgh. So number two on my list, pose for a photo with the famous Greyfriars Bobby statue. This is a life-size bronze statue of a dog that kept vigil over his owner's grave until his own death 14 years later. So it's really a must, uh, a ride passes for you when you come to Edinburgh to have your photo taken with this adorable doggy statue. Um, and, you, and that's why it's on the cover of my book, The Corky Tourist Guide to Edinburgh, because this is what I think of when I think of Edinburgh, all these little legends and lore and traditions and history and all. That's, that's just a, a, a big part of it here. So you have your photo taken, and then behind the statue is Greyfriars Pub. So you can step into that and enjoy some refreshments if you like. Now, we'll tell you, rubbing the nose of Greyfriars Bobby is supposed to be good luck, but it has been discouraged in recent years because of damage caused to the statue from so many tourists rubbing it. So I'm going to encourage you to take your photo with the doggy statue, but not rub his adorable nose. 
Okay. <laughs> Number three, nothing is more Scottish than kilts and Scottish whiskey. Uh, which is the number one export of Scotland. So the Scottish Whiskey Experience is just the place to learn all about Scottish whiskey. The experience includes a ride in a whiskey barrel that transports you through the facility and through the whiskey-making process. I love this ride. It is just so much fun, and you learn so much. And then afterwards you see this little film and so you get to learn some more things. And then you're treated to samples, free samples of Scottish whiskey. And then there's a gift shop that uh, you, you you end your tour with, of course. And there's a little mini museum in there. And that's a pretty neat thing to see. And you also have a chance, if you'd like to buy some Scottish whiskey, to take home for yourself or as a souvenir for somebody special. And just a little FYI for you. Scotland has four regions of Scotch whiskey, Highlands, Lowlands, Speyside, and Islay, and they all produce different types of Scottish whiskey. So there you go, a little lesson for you there. Number four on my list, attend the Fringe Festival. Now, Scotland's known for all its festivals. It has a lot of big-name festivals, in fact, and this one is no exception. It is the world's largest arts festival. It lasts for three weeks. It's held every August, and it includes more than 50,000 performances in more than 300 different venues. And, I mean, you can't even comprehend how many different kinds of performances there are. There is something for everyone. There are street performers. There are comedy shows. There are world-class acts. I mean, you name it. It's got it there. Um, but I will give you this tip. You must book well in advance. The city is jam-packed full of folks during this time. I mean, you've got to recognize not just all the tourists that have come for this event, but all the performers that are here and the people that are associated with the festival all have to have a place to stay. So this is if you want to attend this, you've got to be really proactive. They do set up a lot of temporary lodging around the city during this time, these little camps and things. But you really, you've got to still, even so, there's still a shortage. So if you're coming during that time for this festival or you just happen to be coming in August, just know that is their biggest festival month of the year and you will have trouble getting lodging if you don't plan well in advance. Because another exceptional festival they have, I was going to mention to you, is the Royal Edinburgh Military Tattoo. And again, this is a long festival, two and a half weeks every August. And it includes more than 1,000 military and civilian performers. Okay, and more um, festivals that, that are held here, the Edinburgh International Book Festival, the Edinburgh International Film Festival, the Edinburgh International Science Festival, and the Edinburgh Hogmanay, which is one of the biggest New Year's celebrations in the world. So these are just a few of the many festivals they have, and they're big um, and so, like I said, you've just got to plan accordingly if you're going to be coming. Um, most of these are held during the summer because um, that's the best weather in Scotland, so just be advised of that. Okay, moving on, number five, halfway through the list here, take a walk on the wild side. Tour the creepy underground vaults. and You don't even want to know what was once stored here. <laughs> uh, you can also take the doomed, dead, and buried ghost tour. Highly recommend it. 
or you can follow in Harry Potter's footsteps during the 90-minute Potter Trail tour. And that is pottertrail.com, by the way. And uh, that's a really neat thing. That's seasonal. Um, but these are three great options for you if you only need to do something different. And Edinburgh, if you're not aware of it, uh, is where it all started. This is where J.K. Rowling wrote part of the Harry Potter series. Or you can learn about the city's rich literary history during a literary pub tour. Mix a little books and booze. <laughs> so it's a really neat thing, actually, because professional actors are used, and they're all dressed up in costume, and they have a script, and they share fascinating legend and lore and history and trivia. And all. So it's a it's a actually kind of a really neat way to learn about the history, um, because literary scene is very big uh, in Edinburgh. So that's something there. Um, just a little FYI for you, Edinburgh has 130 public parks and natural heritage sites. They also have more trees per resident than any other city in the United Kingdom. Edinburgh is more than 50% green. And all of Edinburgh's old town is a UNESCO World Heritage Site. So there you go. Number six. You can't go to Edinburgh and not visit the world-famous Edinburgh Castle. It's perched on top of an extinct volcano. You can't miss it. (laughs) The castle was used as a royal residence from the 12th century until 1633. There's all kinds of things when you're there. There's a historic castle cannon that's fired daily at 1 p.m. except on Sundays. The National War Museum is housed inside the castle. And it's surprisingly interesting. Uh, the renowned Royal Edinburgh military tattoo that I mentioned to you earlier performs here every year, and that's a spectacular show, by the way. The Scottish Crown Jewels are housed here, um, and while not as extensive as the uh, British Crown Jewels, still an impressive sight there. And there's also a really lovely tea room and a gift shop on site. So that's that's Edinburgh Castle number six on my list. Now, I will tell you a little interesting trivia about the castle is that it is haunted, reportedly haunted, I guess I should say, by a bagpiper. He's known as the Lone Piper, who disappeared in the tunnels under the castle many years ago. And some swear the castle is cursed as well. If a University of Edinburgh student visits the castle, he or she will not pass his final exam. And believe it or not, some people do believe this, and they steer clear of the castle until their studies are done. So some interesting trivia for you there. Number seven on my list, try some authentic Scottish cuisine. There is nothing more adventurous than trying Scottish food. (laughs) Just to name a few Rumple Dump Thumps. <laughs> I'm probably mispronouncing everything here, but there you go. Cullen Skink is a strong fish soup. Black pudding is something that the Scots love, but it's 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 an interesting dish. Deep fried pizza. This is something that locals love. It's a really big deal over there, but I don't really care for it because it's too greasy um, for me. Um, so there's that. Deep-fried candy bars. Actually, they're deep-fried Mars candy bars. And that started here in Scotland and has spread, you know, all over. But um, it's it's something if you want to try, they sell 
thousands of them, and they're available at many of the restaurants and delis and things like that. So um, a crappit heed, it's a C-R-A-P-P-I-T, and then H-E-I-D. And this is a hollowed-out head of a codfish that is filled with oats, onions, and peppers, and then the head is sewn shut, boiled, and then served. Mmm. Okay, now hands down, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm an adventurous eater, and, you know, I, I travel, and I like to meet people and try new things, and, and, and you know, I, and I've done plenty of that. But I have not tried haggis, I'm going to be honest with you, because I think hands down this is the grossest thing, and I have been served a lot of gross things in the places I've been all over the world. But this, and I'm sure you've heard of it, but I'm just wondering if you know exactly what it is. It is a sheep's heart, liver, and lungs, all minced up with spices and something called civet, S-V-E-T, and it's stuffed inside the sheep's stomach, and you eat the whole thing. Now, Scots love it, but it's definitely an acquired taste, or not. <laughs> so, But you should try some of the authentic Scottish cuisines because they do have some yummy dishes. Um, I just and, and and if you're a really adventurous person, you should try the haggis. I'm just telling you, I haven't been that adventurous. <laughs> okay, so number eight on my list: enjoy a free tour. Edinburgh Free Tour is a walking tour company that offers the major sites and shares history, lore, and legends of old Edinburgh. And so this is a really nice thing to do. And, you know, if you enjoy the tour, all you do is just give a nice tip um, or whatever you can afford to, or want to pay. But there is no cost for the tour. And like I said, it covers all the major sites. It tells you about the history, and it also shares a lot of fun uh, facts about the legends and, and, and lures and all that of, of old Edinburgh. Um, they also offer a free ghost walk, which is pretty cool. And then there's a pub crawl and a castle tour, and there is a fee for that. Um, so that's edinburghfreetour.com if you want to learn more about that. Number nine on my list, adventures abound. You won't have enough time for all the adventures that are possible in and around Edinburgh, so you'll have to choose what you most want to do. So after you get a good handle on all the options, then you'll have to just pick with your time. Now, I'm going to share a few here. Um, uh, escape Exit Edinburgh is a cool escape room. And if you've heard of those, these are the escape rooms where you go in and there's a theme where, like, maybe, you know, the zombies are coming to get you or, you know, what have you. And then uh, you have, like, an hour to, to find the clues in this room and escape before whatever it is, whether it's doomsday or zombies or whatever else, um, come in and get you. So this is right in the heart of Edinburgh, and uh, it's a really neat thing to do if, you, if, that's, if that's something that appeals to you there. There you go. Uh, the Edinburgh International Climbing Arena is Europe's largest indoor climbing arena, and it is meant for kids and adults. And it's if you if you're into that kind of thing, it's definitely something you'd want to do. Um, Edinburgh Combat Challenge, the Edinburgh Food Heritage Trail, 
there's a train tour that goes across Scotland that really gives you a good chance to see the Scottish countryside um, and really zip around rather fast. Um, and, you know, so that's something to do. Island hopping is something you can go around to some of the different islands uh, around Scotland. The Scottish Castle Tour. And one of my favorite things, the Edinburgh Dungeon. It includes a witch hunt, an anatomy theater, a mirror maze, and a boat ride into the caves of Galloway in search of an infamous cannibal and his carnivorous clan. So a lot of fun. And this is something that's really good to do on a day when the weather is just being totally disagreeable in Edinburgh. Um, and so that's something to allow when you see you're just not going to be able to get out and about um, very well. Go to the Edinburgh Dungeon. And be sure to browse in their bizarre gift shop or pause for a drink in their Audrey Tavern. Okay, last but not least, number 10 on my list, let's talk about the best time to go. That's going to be May to September. The warmest months are July and August, which, as I point out, is why there's so many festivals held during this time. It's an average uh, temperature of 65 degrees Fahrenheit. So um, Scotland doesn't really need air conditioning because they never really get that hot on, as a general rule. Um, this, this past summer, though, they did have some hot weather for a few weeks, but um, as a general rule, they don't get really hot like we do in the south here in the southeastern United States where I live. Um, also, another fun thing, it stays light until after 9 o'clock, uh, so there's a lot of uh, extra time that you can be sightseeing and exploring during those months because of how, lo- how long, how late it stays light. <laughs> Tongue twister there. Okay, so be advised that there can be wind and rain any time of year or day, as it is Scotland, after all. So you want to pack for all weather possibilities and never set out without a raincoat or umbrella, no matter what the weather looks like, um, because it changes fast in the U.K. You can have all sorts of weather in the same day. So, you know, like I said, just plan carefully for your adventure there. And before I wrap up, I just want to take a quick minute to address lodging in Edinburgh. There are actually a lot of affordable accommodations, including hostels. There's uh, um, vacant dorm rooms that are available cheap from the University of Edinburgh. There are budget hotels such as the Rock House and the Holiday Inn Express. Uh, You can check out Hosteling Scotland for lots of information on very cheap hostels. um, Also, Booking.com, you can find lots of guest house listings. And Edinburgh Festival Camping is another great resource, and that is EdinburghFestivalCamping.com. So Edinburgh is safe, it's fun, it's historic, and it's filled with all kinds of adventurous possibilities, such as these I've shared during my show today. And I could go on and on, and I did, as I said in the book I wrote, The Corky Tourist Guide to Edinburgh. Or you can jump online and just spend some time researching more options. But we're out of time for today, and you can, however, find more information about this show and other shows uh, that I've recorded on TerrenceTalksTravel.com. You'll also find dozens of free travel reports that you can download from Terrence Talks Travel Emporium. You can also sign up for my Terrence Talks Travel blog that provides all kinds of cheap travel tips and adventure travel resources. 
and you will receive uh, my book, Terrence Talks Travel, The Pocket Guide to Adventure Travel, a 232-page reference on adventure travel, plus a report of my 50 favorite cheap travel tips. So, again, that's TerrenceTalksTravel.com. But for now, I'm going to sign off, but I'll be back soon with another episode of Terrence Talks Travel Uber Adventures. So please, stay tuned. When you're on the go, where you stop matters. Actually, it can make all the difference. And when you stop at a Sitco station near you, you can make a difference too. Because with every tank you fill up, you help fuel your community through local initiatives like disaster relief, STEM education, the Special Olympics, and more. So the next time you're going on a gas run, go a little farther. Go fuel good at your locally owned Sitco station today. Visit fuelinggood.com to learn how Sitco benefits your community. The Ram Summer Clearance event is here, and it's time to get to work. And working hard will build you a reputation, something that the all-new 2019 Ram 1500 prides itself on, too. You'll see it for yourself with the largest available touchscreen in its class. Hurry into the Ram Summer Clearance event for a great deal and get up to six months of Apple Music on us. Class-based on light-duty pickups. Visit www.ramtrucks.com apple for details. Apple is a registered trademark of Apple Inc. Apple is not a sponsor of this promotion. Ram is a registered trademark of FCA US LLC.